0: Hello, and welcome to the Slow Style Home Podcast. If you don't want a cookie-cutter, generic home, and instead you want a beautiful, meaningful home that's layered with personality, then you are going to be so inspired by the conversations we have on this show. We talk about why the environments we create matter, and how to set up our rooms to evoke specific feelings and experiences that are right for you wherever you are in your life right now. I'm Zandra, your host and creator of the Slow Style Home Framework that teaches you how to make really thoughtful and informed decisions about your home rather than chasing current trends that may not last or staying stuck with rooms you hate, feeling overwhelmed with too many choices. Right now, when you join our monthly membership, The Slow Style Society, you'll get a personalized deep dive into your vision of what a dream home looks and feels like. And together, we'll come up with a plan on how to achieve that. If that sounds pretty awesome to you, go to slowstylehome.com and click on Join the Society for all of the details. I'll tell you a little bit more about it later on. Right now, let's just jump into today's episode. Hello, and welcome to the Style Matters podcast, brought to you by Little Yellow Couch. I'm Zandra, your host, and I am so glad you're here. If you are struggling to figure out what's not working in your home and why, or you buy things but you're not happy with them for very long, or if you just feel like you don't have the time to make your home beautiful because life keeps getting in the way, then I've got a place for you to start. Take the Little Yellow Couch quiz. What's the number one mistake you're making in your home? And then I'll send you some specific steps to t- And then I'll send you some specific steps that you can take to address that particular problem and get you loving your home faster while spending less money and less time in that place of overwhelm where you don't know what to do. Just go to littleyellowcouch.com and click on the yellow quiz button at the top. All right, on to today's episode. My guest this week is designer Heather Jord, who also writes the blog Restless Oasis. We recorded this right at the beginning of the coronavirus outbreak, so we touch on that in the beginning, and then we move on to all sorts of other topics, such as design philosophy, moving houses, incorporating sentimental objects into your decor, and how to personalize a cookie-cutter new build. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in, because you're going to feel like you're chatting with a good friend over all the things that you both obsess over. So let's get started. Heather Jord, welcome to Style Matters. Thank
1: you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here.
0: Great. Well, uh, I believe that we live close to each other, even though we've never met. I'm right outside of Boston, and I think you are too.
1: Yes. Yes, we are. (laughs) So
0: Well, one day when this whole pandemic is over, we're going to have to actually have coffee.
1: I know. If we'll ever get out of our houses, right? <laughs> yes,
0: yes. So I want to jump to your blog, uh, which yes. is what I, well, first I found you on Instagram because you have such a beautiful feed because oh, you have you. beautiful design work, but then I found your blog and I was really taken with it. So it's called Restless Oasis and yes. I'm just curious about that name, is it connected to some aspect of how you think about your own home or you think about aesthetic in general? Yes. Um,
1: well, I will say so I started the blog when my husband was in the military and we were moving mm. all the time. And so we had this sort of restless lifestyle. Oh. Um, and so that's where that part came from. But the Oasis part, I would say, definitely sums up what I want my home to feel like. Um, the calm, you know, getting away from the world, recharging, mm-hmm. um, that's kind of how I view our home and what I want to have those feelings when I'm designing our home. Mm. And, um, but yeah, the re- restless part was in the midst of, I think we were in the middle of a six month move to Oklahoma oh. and, um, you know, trying to figure out like, okay, what does home mean? You know, <laughs> like right now.
0: <gasps> so. Absolutely. And, and I mean, I think the restlessness can go for anybody. I mean, right. that's a it's perfect... I think analogy for military families, but, right. but I think for anybody, you know, life can be chaotic and, yes. you know, uh, yes. yeah. So, um, so speaking about your military moves, uh, I read, I think it was probably on your blog about how you were never one of those people to live out of boxes for a long time. You no. just got things up and no. why did you do like, why was that so important to you? There, there must so, have been other things you also yes. had to do,
1: right? Oh my gosh, no! So we, um, I think we counted twelve moves, and we've been married um, all, not even fourteen years yet. So, whoa, yeah, and um, ten of them were out of state. <laughs> so, so they were right. big moves. They weren't local moves, right. and so, and then so you know what that means is we are a lot of times we are somewhere for eight months and yeah. six months and you know four months and um, so you don't really have time. If you're going to take your time to unpack your boxes, your house is never going to feel like home. Okay. So there was this urgency to, um, you know, let's get this right now. So I would, um, I mean, I would get migraines cause I would stay up late <laughs> yeah. and I would skip meals and I was determined to get everything in order, um, within a few days. And, um, which is, it's funny because now I really treasure being able to take my time in design because I wasn't Mm. afforded that. um, And I really value that. Um, So I think it's depending on your lifestyle, you you either have the time to take your time, which I think is the best. Mm -hmm. But if you only are living somewhere for six months, you don't want to wait for it to feel like home, you know?
0: Oh, I think that's such a good lesson to absorb that, Mm. that we we often wait. We wait for the perfect time, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> not necessarily yes. the perfect house, although sometimes we're waiting for the perfect house too, but just the, well, I'll get to that when my kid leaves the house. Right. Well, no, your exactly. Well, kid's only five, so you got a lot of years. Exactly. But, you know, I do want to talk about something that you may or may not have learned from your own m- many, many moves, or right. it's just something that you kind of know as a designer in general. But you you talk about a well-designed space invites the kind of life we all yes. want to live. And, yes. and I'd like to know, what are some of those aspects of a well-designed space that you're talking about and that you find yourself going back to over and over again? Yes.
1: I just read um, a book on habits recently, earlier, Atomic Habits, okay. uh, this winter, and he was talking about how you know if you want to create a habit you need your environment um to be in line with that and i found that to be true like if i mm-hmm. want to read books um if i don't have a beautiful space to read books i'm probably not going to read them you know if i have a hard chair right. bad lighting like that just it doesn't even look appealing um so you know if i want that lifestyle of someone who reads you know i need to have i need to create that space for that mm-hmm. and if i want my kids to have creative play Um, I need to create room for that for them to be able to be creative and use their imaginations Um, and you know even for our living room if it's not cozy we're we're not gonna hang out there so I think keeping that in mind like what is the purpose that you have for your
0: rooms and what is the life that you want to have you're really connecting a lifestyle how you want to live with these design decisions as opposed to you didn't just rattle off a list of rules that you have. No. Right? It's it's more about really asking those questions because they're different for all of us. They're right. it's not necessarily about a set of rules. So Yes.
1: Yeah, no, I think like the one of the biggest things that I do with my clients is I ask them how they want to feel in their homes. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is like the biggest takeaway. Cause mm-hmm. um, you know, if some people they're like, I wanna feel um, I want it to feel bright and energetic. Yeah, that's way different than you know than my take where I want to feel calm and comfortable and right. at ease and and that's okay. There's no wrong answer, but it kind of helps you figure out how to design a room based off of that. Absolutely.
0: I think those questions are, are something everyone can ask themselves how do I want to feel? Y- you might not know exactly how that tr- translates into, specific decisions design decisions but at least it gives you this this starting point right Um, yeah yeah exactly so i do want to ask you some specific questions though because i think you've got some great ideas and some great insight for example (laughs) i get this a lot people have and i have this issue myself uh, people have this uh, sentimental attachment to something because it was given to them by a precious family member or whatever but those things feel like a burden because we actually don't like how they look. I'm wondering if you have had examples in your work where you've had to deal with this piece and the, and the client says, you can't get rid of it, but I don't know what to do with it.
1: Yeah. The biggest thing that I have found to do with those items that are more sentimental than they are pretty yeah, <laughs> would be to pair them with something modern. Because I feel like um, a lot of times that kind of gives it a fresh new look, how you style it. But, you know, I think it is important if you love something, I think just because it's not maybe in style or whatever, I think I think you should keep it. I think you should celebrate it. Yeah,
0: I, I like the pairing it with something modern thing because I feel like that's where we get stuck initially is that you usually when we say we don't like something, it's because it feels so out of date. Right. Yeah. Let's say it's like this kind of country pine uh, (laughs) carved kind of piece of furniture or whatever. And you're like, Oh, uh, you know, I'm more of a crate and barrel kind of person. Right. Uh, And, and yet I think Therefore, then you feel like, oh, my God, do I have to make the whole room that one style in order to make that feel like it works? And, you know, no, you're saying the opposite is true to pair it with something that's – because then I think it looks – purposeful it looks yeah like oh I'm making a a choice here to pair it with something very very different yeah
1: and one thing I've done I had one piece um it was a my mother-in-law wanted help with her um bedroom and we it was an antique chest and it was pine and like had curved and it was pretty but it wasn't in line with some of the other pieces that we were choosing for her room Mm -hmm. and we put um we styled it with a lot of plants and like Mm -hmm. these modern white um, pots. Oh, nice. And it was interesting how it really just gave it new life just because, um, I think plants have, do wonders <laughs> and, you know, and then also that with like the modern pots, it was amazing how much it kind of transformed yeah. it into kind of feeling like it fit and it was purposeful, like you were saying.
0: Right. And, and I think the plant, the thing I love about plants is that they are inherently organic in their shape. And so yeah. they can take away some of the the, the, if it's a profile that you don't really like or right. a silhouette, yeah, the, it, it takes the eye away from that and, and puts it on the plan. Which is kind of right, nice. right, exactly. Yeah. So another very specific question is, what do you do with a cookie cutter new build? And I'm asking you because I know you've had them, <laughs> yes. right? So what? Yes. how do you add character to that?
1: My When my husband got out of the military, we were in New York and we were living in these old... Um, apartments that were barracks at one point and they were built during the 1800s they'd been renovated but they were old and they had so much character and it was right on Lake Ontario it was just this gorgeous Mm. scene and then um, when we got out we um, he took a job in Indiana and it was this new development and we were surrounded by cornfields and there were no old trees anywhere Ah. and you know and I remember meeting with our realtor and we were like signing the papers and I was like, am I supposed to feel good? <laughs> am I supposed to have a good feeling? Like we're buying a house? Like, is that? <laughs> and, um, and he was like, you know, cause I knew it was a smart purchase. We both knew it was smart and we were grateful for it, but, um, it wasn't like that. It didn't have all those feelings. Yeah. That excitement. I mean, right. I think buying a new house is
0: one of the most exciting <laughs>
1: days of my life. Yeah. Right. It didn't have all those feelings. And, um, And so I just kind of went at it trying to figure out like, okay, how do I bring what I love and make this feel like me? And Mm -hmm. the biggest thing that I did was bringing in antiques. Okay. And I think it brings dimension that you wouldn't have in a cookie cutter house. And we ended up not changing the floor and we had like this kitchen nook and it was linoleum. But when I added in, I added in this big and I had this gorgeous antique hutch that I found and I mean it was it was from the 1800s it was so gorgeous I still have it it's one of my favorite pieces Oh good yeah And then we um we paired it with like a tulip table and then uh-huh. I found some rattan chairs and I paired it with that and it was funny because um it ended up being in the running for that space ended up being in the running for an award but oh people gosh. were commenting about the floor how it went so well <laughs> And I was like, you know, it's it's linoleum. Right, right. it makes noises when we walk. You know, right. And um, I think because we paired it with the antique piece, Mm. I it added a dimension that you would just never have. Yes. And um, also the other interesting thing I found is matte black. Okay. Also, so we the linoleum was like this shiny, um, almost made like this ping noise if you drop something. (laughs) You know. Okay. The matte black wall kind of took away from that. I did like a three-quarter wall behind the antique hutch. So there was like this kind of modern antique hutch. And then we had this linoleum floor. And you would never think that all of those things would tie together. Right. Um, But I felt like the the black kind of took away from the shine and the linoleum. And you can't even, you couldn't. I mean, you could tell when you were walking on it, but you couldn't tell
0: from Looking pictures. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so when you say three quarter, you mean you painted from the bottom up. Yes, uh, and then so the last quarter of the wall on around the tops was right. a different color. Yeah Right. Yeah. That that that's such a good why not kind of moment you know because yeah. like you said you wouldn't think of course you are a designer so you right. you kind of probably knew it was going to work but when yeah. you say it out loud it doesn't sound like it's going to work right right <laughs> and I think a lot of people I know. are afraid they're afraid to make those that kind of right. jarring mix of things yeah. because what if it doesn't work and I guess my my belief is what well, you're never going to know until you try I agree I think um
1: making mistakes is how you learn mm-hmm. and I'll a lot of times those mistakes end up being like the best decision that you made and mm. it wasn't a mistake at all. And yeah. I have found that to be true again and again. And I've tried things that now I'm like, hmm, that, that didn't really work. You know, but I'm mm. glad I tried it. Cause I couldn't, if I can't get something out of my mind and it keeps coming
0: up, then I'm like, well, I just have to try it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. You can't get rid of it out of your head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Well, and we're talking about things like moving furniture around, Yes. Which is pretty minimal in terms of, I mean, I yeah, you know, it's a little bit of an effort at the moment, but it, you're not right. spending any money. Right. Or a painting, which I know some people, it, it is a pain, okay. Right. But you can get it done in one day if it's, it's a small true. room, right?
1: It's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. We have painted, um, sometimes I'm like, well, that was probably a little silly. We were moving in six months. We didn't need to paint. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but um, I think sometimes in my effort to make something a home, I was always like,
0: all right, we're going to paint, you know? Yeah. Well, and why not try that? I mean, even for six months, like you said, you're going to learn something. You're going right. to live with this bold green, let's say. It, right. And you're going to find out whether or not you like it. And next time, maybe you go, okay, I it wasn't quite right. And so, therefore, I'm going to choose a different hue, a different shade of green. But yes. now I know that.
1: Exactly. No, definitely. I completely, I completely agree with that. So,
0: speaking of... Trying things out and changing yeah. your mind. I really enjoyed one of your recent blog posts where you were just talking about things you've changed your mind about recently. It, you know, yeah. and we all get yes. like this. We're like, I hate this look. You know, whatever <laughs> the fad of the day. I think right, matte black right, was for right. like it's too much matte black, too much, <laughs> know, right? Or, or I don't know. For me, it was always mixing golds and silvers. Couldn't right. do it. Could not do it. But now I've just done it in my in my kitchen because yeah. I've just repainted and I put in um, brass knobs. Even though I have all Stainless steel, yeah, you know everything. Um, so there were some really fun ones that you had in there. Uh, oh, another one was um, <laughs> mixing whites. I think was one of them. Yes, those.
1: yes. I used to. I, I don't. It's funny now. I'm like, I can't believe I didn't like that. You know, it just feels like so innate. You know, right now right. with who I am, and um, it's funny how we're just. I'm just evolving. Like I feel like even yeah. like right now, things that I'm saying that I love. Um, I might not in a few years, and that's okay, you right. know
0: that's exactly what I loved about that post. It was about evolving. It was about letting yourself evolve and that's that's the good part. That's the juicy part, right? Yes,
1: yes, oh my gosh I um I, I a lot of times it can be painful though when you've spent a lot of work on something uh-huh. and you realize that you know you don't love it anymore. but our mudroom floor, it's funny. Um I mean it was a, it was really in bad shape. It was like a really ugly brown tile. Okay. And um we weren't going to replace the tile and I was like I just can't live with this, so I'm painting it. So I found a pattern that I liked and it's funny like now I like, it's not, I don't hate it, but I, I definitely would not have chosen that now. Really? And it's funny how, like, that was only two years ago, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So, you know, it's just, I think, I think it's, we like to feel like we've, evo- we, like we've arrived, you know, and we know who we are. Yeah. Um. But the truth is, like, I'm I'm evolving and I think I'm going to. And I think that it's kind of... One of the good things about life is that we're changing. It makes it fun and exciting. Right. Um, it's also why I don't want to buy, why I enjoy buying like um, antique furniture at flea markets at, at, at like a discounted price because I don't want to be married to it, you know, for the rest yeah. of my life. Yeah,
0: right, exactly. <laughs> Cause I might teach
1: my mind, you know.
0: <laughs> so in in all of this, the years that you've spent, I mean, you, you obviously spend a lot of time on your own home, but you also mm-hmm. have clients. So what's your sort of belief at the moment about... Why Style Matters.
1: You know, I, yeah, I've i been thinking a lot about it. And I have found, especially with this pandemic, being able to just enjoy the beauty of like inside her home because we're spending so much time. And I think it's brings peace and it's healing with everything that's happening right now. I think beauty has a healing quality to it. I think art has a healing quality to it you know, if you're only looking outside of your home for that, I think you're missing out on a lot.
0: So before we go, I want to ask you about a new project that you're starting on the side. Well, I won't say on the side. I mean, it's pretty much right within what you do, but it has something to do with lighting. Is that right?
1: Yes. Yes. I'm very excited about it. I, um, I'm in the works of, uh, developing a prototype for a lighting company. so So I'm very excited. It's, um, I've, You know, in all the homes that we've lived in, um, a lot of times I get frustrated with trying to find the perfect light because lighting just makes such a big difference. Huge. It's kind of fun because sometimes with clients, I don't have as much creative control.
0: Yes. So are we talking ceiling fixtures?
1: Yes. Yes. Pendants, mostly. As of now, maybe some semi-flush too.
0: And so your impetus for doing this, I mean, is it like Mm -hmm. you said, talk a little bit more about something about the, the, moving so much in the military, yes. w- was there something particular about the light fixtures that you hated? Or? Oh my
1: gosh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, because right, right now I feel like we have IKEA, we have Target, Yeah. Um, and I just, I have found that there's a lot of um, lighting that I would love to have, and I've been frustrated trying to find lighting for clients mm-hmm. at a good price point. Um, just the options that are available and I've resorted to making my own. And, um, wow. so that was, so that's
0: part of it too. Then you started right. making your own and that must've been yes. part of the idea here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was making our dining room light and I was frustrated just trying to find all the pieces that I wanted. And I thought, huh. you know, maybe I should just make this, you know, that's and so that's kind cool. of, and then once I started thinking of it, you know, I couldn't, it's like that, you know, you just can't get it out of your mind. That yeah. means, okay, I got to go with this. So... Well, Heather,
0: this has been such a pleasure. Thank you so much. And I'm not kidding about that cup of coffee. We got to have it. I know. I agree. Definitely. In in proximity to one another. (laughs) (laughs) definitely thanks so much for listening if you liked what you heard I would so appreciate it if you'd rate us on iTunes so that other home obsessed people can find our show too and don't forget to take the quiz what's the number one mistake you're making in your home over at littleyellowcouch.com have a great week and I will talk to you next Monday, bye for now